live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Ladies and gentlemen, it is 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. This is live from America, and I am your ever so humble, God fearing, and God loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot. And of course, as always, accompanied by my boy, producer Eli. How you doing, producer Eli? Ladies and gentlemen, let us know who you are and where you're from so we can give you a proper shout-out as well. Ooh, it is CQ's 51st birthday. Well, you know we're going to have to sing happy birthday for that. Good morning, Piglet in Kansas. Terry Sue, good morning. How are you? Darlene in Michigan. Good morning, Darlene. Good morning, Lisa from Michigan as well. Wow, look how fast everybody's flying in here. Betty from the great state of Texas, good morning to you. Tom from Wisconsin. Julie in South Carolina, good morning to you. Eli says there's no way CQ is in her 50s. Gage is from North Carolina. We got Dana from New Hampshire in the house. Susan from Wisconsin. We've got Joe from Southern Oregon. We've got Mary from Tucson, Arizona, and we've got Carrie down in Orlando, Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being here today on this wonderful, wonderful wake-up here on Wednesday. What a wake-up Wednesday, uh, Eli, we're having on. We wake up, and the speaker seat is vacant. Oh, let's go. Didn't, I mean, that came on us quick. Nobody knew when Matt Gates was actually going to do the motion to vacate, and nobody absolutely believed that it was going to pass on its first vote. But here we are. We wake up on this Wednesday, October 4th. Watch out for the alert. We're going to talk about that today as well. We wake up on this Wednesday, October 4th, and Kevin McCarthy is not our Speaker of the House. We kicked him out. We said, you don't belong here. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back. No more, no more, no more, no more. And if Mike Crispy here was here, he would say this. Let's go, baby. That's yes, what Frankie. Mike Crispy would say. So that Kevin McCarthy is no longer our speaker. I did not start the week out thinking this was going to happen. I did not start the week out thinking that we were going to be um, uh, rid of Kevin McCarthy by Wednesday. 
But here we are. And that is all the more proof that what we're doing works. That's all the more proof that all of the fighting, all of the bickering, all of the news reporting, all of the anger, all of the anxiety, all of the stress, all of it, fighting this absolute tyrannical cabal in Washington of Republicans and Democrats actually works. So I would like to do this. God is on the move, on the move. Hallelujah, God is on the move. Hallelujah, God is on the move, ladies and gentlemen, here in the United States of America. So let's keep praying. Let's keep um, putting our focus on God, giving him all the glory, and continuing to fight for truth and freedom and justice. Now, we have a lot to talk about today from the possibility, the very real possibility of a Speaker Donald Trump this time. We've got to talk about the illegals. We've got to talk about what they're doing in New York. We've got to talk about the eight real MAGA Republicans that some of them surprised me that we should be saluting for what's going on. And we've got to talk about the 200 and some odd plus rhinos that voted for Kevin McCarthy and not for we the people. So we got a lot to get to today and where I want to start if we're talking about truth is at the southern border. And normally at this point, I would show you a video from my good and great, very brave and courageous friend, Ben Berkwam. But I have a lot good, I have a lot of good and great, courageous friends. And another one is a friend of mine named Anthony. And I want to show you a bum rush of the border, ladies and gentlemen. A bum rush of the border. This is sickening, but this is, like I told you, it was going to get worse before it gets better. Well, unfortunately, it's getting a lot worse. Check this out. Last night. gentlemen this was last night a charged up crowd of hundreds if not thousands of migrants attempting to rush the border fence at the section just adjacent to loop 375 and midway border officials from both sides were able to stave off the crowd but this is what's happening what do you call hundreds or thousands of people that don't belong here bum rushing a border and trying to overtake the fence. Eli, I think that's called an invasion. Eli has a good question. Where are they getting the Under Armour and the Nike shirts? Well, I would think it's the NGOs and the governments that are funding, facilitating, guiding, and pushing and accepting these illegals to bum rush and take over the United States of America. It's more than an invasion. It is a great replacement. It is the United States being invaded to purge us out. Brought to you by globalists, China, the CCP, and our own paid-off corrupted officials in D.C. right now. And I don't know about you, but I remember the Constitution saying, defend us from all enemies, foreign and domestic. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting very, 
Very close. Now, we're 10 minutes past the hour. I've got to talk about the FEMA alert that's happening today that everybody is freaking out about. I don't want to... I don't want to make anybody upset that might be putting some real thought and research and maybe spent hours and hours and hours of time researching this and is very afraid of this. I don't want to say anything that, make you might, that might make you feel, you know, ignorant or, or stupid or anything like that. So I'm not going to say this very harshly. But what I am going to say is this. If FEMA or the federal government wanted to cook your brain with brain waves or, or microwaves, wanted to send off uh, frequencies that would trigger COVID nanoparticles in you or trigger some kind of other disease to happen in you or, or die or fry your brain or turn you into a zombie. Or, I've, I've seen it all. I've heard it all. They wouldn't, A, announce that it was going to happen on October 4th at 2.20 p.m. They wouldn't, B, have to do that. They could do that on October 3rd, 12th, 10th. Heck, they could even do it on the 4th, on the, on the 5th, Eli. Here's what I have to say. We're going to be live right here. My phone is going to be right next to me. I may shut it off just so I don't have to hear the alert, but I'm not going to shut it off because I think it's going to attack me in any way, shape, or form. I think everybody is going to be just fine. I think the day is going to go on just like the day is supposed to go on. And wouldn't it be great if it was an alert saying that all of the illegal... um, all of the illegal, illegitimate people that stole the election are going to be removed from Washington, D.C. That's the only time I really care about it. Other than that, I have a feeling that we're going to broadcast all day. Everything's going to be just fine. Nothing is going to happen. And if anything does happen, we won't know it's going to happen. Put your faith in Jesus. March forward. It's probably a distraction anyway. All I have to say about the FEMA thing is who cares? Nobody cares. I don't care. Eli goes, just take your battery out the phone. Battle's over, isn't it? Take your battery out the phone. Battle's over, isn't it? Uh, Either way, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on. I want to thank all of the people that are monthly donors here. I don't mean to say anything that that challenges anybody's intelligence, and I don't mean anything to make make it sound like I think you're stupid or anything. I just think that the world is overreacting about this. It's just another thing when there's a billion other things that are far more uh, pressing and, and, and hold priority that I think that we should be focusing on, and I think we should be absolutely excited at the fact that we woke up this morning with no Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. Thank you to the monthly donors. Let's get to the verse of the day, folks. If you follow the newsletter, then you know the verse of the day today is going to come from Ephesians 3, 8 through 13. And we're talking about with great power comes great responsibility. And I'm not talking getting bit by a spider, Eli. Nope, with great power that the Lord gives comes great responsibility. So let's get into that right now. To me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this is Paul talking, being extremely humble, ladies and gentlemen, and letting you know that even though he wrote two-thirds of the Bible, he didn't know that then, but he is still less than all the saints. What a humble man Paul was. To me, who am less than than the least of all the saints, the grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. That means nobody was looking for the Messiah. Nobody was looking for the Savior. Everybody was following Jewish law at that point, and, or they were Gentiles, or they had other gods. Nobody was looking towards Christ, which they should have always been doing. 
and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Jesus Christ, which is why we need to go through Jesus to get to him in prayer and even to get to heaven. Moving on. To the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers of the heavenly places according to all uh, eternal purpose which he uh, accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Therefore, I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is my glory. Amen. Just like you need a password to gain access to a Wi-Fi, Jesus is the ultimate password, folks. Jesus is the ultimate password. And I say this, when I hear people say that the disciples of Jesus all knew that it was a lie and pushed it all anyway, I have to cringe. First of all, nobody would allow themselves to be tortured for a lie. Second of all, the whole world, uh, the whole they did it to gain and or retain power and control doesn't work either because all of them were humble, like Paul, and openly said that they were lowly and didn't want any kind of power. They gave all glory to God through Jesus Christ. They knew that Jesus was who he said he was before he even told them. God revealed the truth to them. Truth that he kept hidden from humanity until it was time for the first coming. The first coming was to reveal the truth. The second will be to judge those who reject it. If God has revealed things to you, that is his power being given to you. Don't waste it. Don't boast in it like you are special. The word itself is special. And you should follow the lead of the Apostle Paul for guidance and how to use this great power of God for his will, not yours. In Jesus' name, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 16 minutes past the hour. We've given all glory and all love and all thankfulness to God. We're ready. I know you guys are ready. I don't even ever have to ask if you guys are ready. I'm always ready. And you know that now producer Eli's got his little command station over there with his wrapped around in screens. Producer Eli's ready. Look at that. He is paying attention to detail, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Here we go. Lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of that beautiful rise up coffee. Here we go. I know. Eli just told me Trump might be running for speaker. I know. I called it. I did that early this morning in an Instagram live video. But anyway, before we get there, we have to talk about how nice it was. We have to we have to slow down and we have to just talk about how nice it is to wake up to a vacant speaker seat. Ladies and gentlemen, I love it. First order of business for the acting speaker of the house was to get rid of Nancy Pelosi. And you might say to yourself, Jeremy, what are you talking about? We got rid of Nancy Pelosi when Kevin McCarthy became speaker. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, Kevin McCarthy actually gave her a pass. He did not give her, he gave her the get out of jail free card pass. If you don't know what I'm talking about, let's get into this. Plus, trust me, we're going to have plenty of time to get into Donald Trump becoming the speaker of the house. Acting speaker Patrick McHenry's first order of business was to vacate Tell Pelosi to vacate her Capitol hideaway office by Wednesday. 
So what do you mean by that? Well, McCarthy chose McHenry as Speaker Pro Temp earlier this year as he now has all the powers of Speaker of the House and is third in line to the presidency, at least for now. If you know that Kevin McCarthy chose him, then you know he's a rhino piece of trash as well. However, his first order of business was to order former Speaker Nancy Pelosi, stretch face Armstrong herself, to vacate her Capitol hideaway office pronto. Pelosi lashed out at McHenry and said that his ruthless move to evict her from her hideaway office is a sharp departure from tradition. The best part about this ruthless move by acting Speaker McHenry is that Pelosi isn't even in Washington, D.C. right now. She's in California with Hammer Time husband Paul attending the late Senator Dianne Feinstein's funeral. Sadly, she murmured and spit vodka through her um, alcoholic-soaked teeth. Sadly, because I am in California to mourn the loss of my patron, pay tribute to my dear friend, Diane the Crypt Keeper Feinstein. I'm unable to retrieve my belongings at this time. Well, why don't you send one of your uh, vodka drunk associates to go do it? Why don't you do that? Go send somebody to do it. Get your stuff and get out. Now you're asking why does she have to get out? Here's why. Kevin McCarthy never, ever, ever made Nancy Pelosi leave her office, Eli, when he became speaker. He never made her leave her office when she became speaker. That alone disqualified that coward from being speaker of the Republican Party, which we belong to. Get out. Now, who are the eight? Who are the eight that stood strong? It was six on the first vote, and they gained two more on the vote to reconsider. I'm going to pop them up, and I got to tell you, one of them blew my mind and surprised the crap out of me, and that was Nancy Mace. I did not expect Nancy Mace to be one of the eight. Matt Gates, Nancy Mace, Tim Burkett, Andy Biggs, Matt Rosendell, Eli Crane, Ken Buck, and Bob Good. Those are the eight that we need to salute. Those are the eight, Eli, that I believe deserve. You guys might as well go ahead and hit it. You got it. Let's roll it. Matt Gates, Eli Crane, Nancy Mace, Tim Burke, Andy Biggs, Matt Rosendale, Ken Buck, and Bob Good. Smarty Award of the Day, and we salute all of you for standing strong when we know that you were facing a lot of pressure and you were probably threatened with getting kicked off committees. You were probably threatened with a ton of stuff that we don't even even know is possible. And you stood strong. And you know they were threatened because they're in the D.C. swamp. So I want to salute those eight. For the rest of these rhino Republicans, that includes Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't care how much she's calling for President Trump to be speaker. That includes Lauren Boebert. I don't care if she said, well, I'm going to vote for him for right now, but we'll see what happens. Nope. Nope, you weren't there. That includes Jim Jordan. That includes Jamie Comer. That includes all of them. Where were you? 
You knew that Kevin McCarthy wasn't doing his job. You knew that Kevin McCarthy didn't live up to any of his agreements. You knew that. And yet you still voted for the man. Not once, but twice. And it's really sad to see people like Jim Jordan. Now I'm going to take you from a before, a during, and an after of a few different videos here to show you how this all came about last night right leading up to my 5 o'clock show. It happened during Pete Santilli's show. By the way, if you haven't seen Pete Santilli's celebration, you need to go watch that show last night. He was mosh pit dancing. He was screaming. It was heavy metal. But I'm going to take you on a before, during, and after journey. And then in the second segment, we're going to get to Donald Trump possibly being, for real this time, the Speaker of the House. It's going to be nuts. Roll this clip. Third, we said the 118th Congress is about three things. Pass the bills that need passed, do the oversight work that needs to be done, and stop the inevitable omnibus that comes from the United States Senate right before the holidays. Kevin McCarthy has been rock solid on all three. We have passed the bills we told the American people we would pass. 87,000 IRS agents, that bill, that bill passed. Parents' Bill of Rights, that bill passed. Energy legislation passed. Border security, immigration enforcement legislation, the strongest bill ever to pass the Congress, passed earlier this year. We have done what we told them we were going to do. We can't help but the Senate won't take up those good common sense bills. They'll have to answer to the American people come election day. Oversight. We have done the oversight that we're supposed to do. Because of our oversight, we know that parents... Hold on, I just got to stop Jim Jordan here. Jim, you lied. You didn't do what you said you were going to do. You might have done what you said you were going to do, but Kevin McCarthy didn't do what he said he was going to do. He didn't release the January 6th tapes. He didn't put a single, um, single, one single bill at a time up for a vote like, we, like we've been asking for. He didn't do like pretty much everything that he agreed to Matt Gates and, and, and the 20 that held out at the very end. All those last few agreements that they wanted, I think there was four of them, he hasn't held up to his end of the bargain. So what are you talking about, Jim? He goes on to say, Speaker McCarthy's done his job and he's done great. What are you talking about? Now, I don't think Jim is a bad guy. I don't think he's, I think he'd be a good speaker. And he just threw his hat in to be Speaker of the House. Jim Jordan, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news, just threw his hat in to be Speaker of the House. Let's play another minute of this video and then we'll move on to Byron Donalds, who also has ticked me off. Former intel officials misled the country weeks before the most important election we have. And because of our oversight, the disinformation governance board at the Department of Homeland Security is gone. Because of our oversight, the memo attacking pro-life Catholics has been rescinded. Because of our oversight, unannounced visits to Americans' home by the Internal Revenue Service has stopped. That happened under Speaker McCarthy. And on the third one, on this side, of the, we know there's a big old ugly bill coming at the end of the year. All kinds of spending, all kinds of garbage in it. All right, speaking of garbage, I'm sick of hearing that. Until you start talking sense again, Jim Jordan, I'm not going to write you off completely yet because I've done that with a few people that have ended up riding the ship after a while. So I'm not writing you off completely yet, but right now you are on my shift list. And that's not a good list to be on, Eli. You ever been on a shift list, Eli? No, shift lists are not good to be on. I can tell you that. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, here's somebody else that disappointed me. And he goes by the name of Byron Donalds. Also, simping for McCarthy, simping for the rhinos, simping for the unit party. House Republicans got to stand together in in that battle. 
border security, like Chip is saying, that's got to be the number one issue that we fight for in this in this spending battle we're going to have with the Democrats in the White House. Joe Biden is terrible. We know that the Democrats in the Senate don't work and they don't do anything. We know that. But the border is hurting all Americans, regardless of their party. That's where House Republicans need to stand. But the only way we can cut spending, secure this border, go after the weaponized government at the FBI and the DOJ, the woke stuff in our military is, we got to stand together and work hard to get these things done. We can do it in 45 days, but we got to be united in that effort. What about- well, you're not united in that effort. Because you're standing behind a guy that even your own constituents in your own district don't want you to stand behind. That's what I have a hard time understanding here. When you are voted to be a representative, it's not always about what you want. It's not always about what you're promised. It's about what the people of your district want. And that works both ways. That can work in your favor and that can work against you. In my district... It worked against me because I wanted to go on full abortion ban, and people in my district didn't want that. So I lost because of that. I said on camera that I am for full abortion ban, and that right there is what made me lose by what, Eli? I think I lost by 1%. I lost by 1% to be a state representative in New Hampshire. Somebody said there's a troll in there, Eli. I don't know. 1%. And it was because the abortion issue, because I did not go along with my constituents. So Byron Donalds, if I get voted out or I don't get voted in, I should say, because of my personal beliefs, I didn't go with my constituents there. They didn't want me there. I have a feeling like your constituents aren't going to want you either. Now, this was Kevin McCarthy. So this was before the videos I just showed you were Jim Jordan and Byron Donalds before Kevin McCarthy was booted. This is Kevin McCarthy right after. And I won't play all of it because it's 49 minutes of bag uh, of a windbag being a, a loser and a coward. Uh, but I'll play some of it for you. Roll it. The grandson of immigrants. Parents worked hard, youngest in my family. Oh. Didn't have great wealth and got oh. out of high school. I didn't have great grades. Oh. Didn't get a scholarship. Went oh. to community college. Listen, Eli, he's crying. Flipped cars to try to pay my way through it. Went to visit some buddies. Away to college for a weekend, stopped at the grocery store to cash a check, and I won the lottery. One of the first in California. It was before Biden economics. It was only 5000 but it went much further back then. Took my folks to dinner, put the majority of the rest of the money into the stock market, and did pretty well. The next semester, I took a break from school. I went to buy a franchise, but no one said they would sell me one. I was only 20 years old. But I learned then never to give up. So I opened my own business, selling sandwiches. Three things I learned. First to work, last to leave, last to be paid. I wanted to finish my college degree. At that time, no one in my family had finished a four-year degree. I did pretty well. I now had enough money that I could pay my way through school as long as I went to Cal State. So I sold my business, going to school. I opened up the local paper and said, be a summer intern in Washington, D.C. with my local congressman. I did not know this man, but I thought he'd be lucky to have me, so I applied. And you know what he did? He turned me down. But you want to know the end of the story? I got- nope, we don't. <laughs> nope, we don't. We're all set. We don't know the end of the story. We didn't want to know the beginning of the story. Sure as hell don't want to hear the middle of the story. Because 
Instead of doing that, Kevin McCarthy, if you were a truthful and honest, transparent person that realizes that you are a, a rhino piece of paid off crap, if you were real, you'd stand up there and say, I was voted in for the first time as a representative of California. I had big dreams and hopes. I thought I was going to do well coming from a, you know, uh, a somewhat poor family. But once I got in here, I started tasting that lobbyist money, started tasting that donor money and that special interest money. And then I started bending over and letting them do whatever they wanted to me. And then they let them put a dog collar on me and order me around and walk me around like I was some kind of a common household pet. And then I just stopped, you know, caring about the people. And that's really where I came, you know, I, that's where I came from. I came from, you know, being, you know, poor and, 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 and working hard to being completely bought off and paid for. And, uh, you know, with no spine, uh, no backbone and uh you know my greatest accomplishments is going on sean hannity and, and and simping for paul ryan and trying to be like my mentor paul ryan and i'm really just a human pile of excrement who doesn't even hold any more respect than somebody like an adam schiff or an eric fartwell so uh sayonara everybody and it was fun while it lasted i got paid i'm rich <laughs> right that's where it should go that's how it should happen that's what i expected to hear but no, I didn't hear that. So instead, I wanted to hear from my good friend, Matt Gates. Well, our good friend at LFA TV, Matt Gates. I guess not good friend. He doesn't come on when we ask him to. Uh, he, we have interviewed him a couple times. A uh, few of us have interviewed him. Uh, but we reach out to his office. They did. You know what it is, Eli, ever since they invited us to that congressional thing? But we went to Miami instead because Trump was being arraigned. We've not been invited by Matt since. But, yeah, but it's not Matt. It's his staffers. It's not Matt, it's his staffers. So this was Matt Gates directly after Kevin McCarthy was playing his violin and telling you how he grew up. A lot of members are going to reflect on their thinking after this historic moment. I think anything that people have said before the McCarthy ouster uh, is probably uh, bearing less weight than the way people may be thinking about these questions after the McCarthy ouster. Nation, you had some positive comments about Steve Scalise yesterday and today. Will you yourself nominate Steve Scalise for Speaker of the House? Maybe. I, I want to see, I want to hear from him. I mean, I, I'm not here to make a judgment on where Mr. Scalise stands with his rehabilitation and recovery. I, I would give him the deference to be able to decide whether or not he'd like to put himself forward as a candidate, but he'd be the type of person that I could, I could see myself supporting. There are many people, though. I, I could see myself supporting Tom Emmer. I could see myself supporting Mike Johnson of Louisiana. I could see myself supporting Jody Arrington of Texas. I could see myself supporting Kevin Hearn uh, of Oklahoma. And there are even people outside of the United States Congress, like Lee Zeldin, who are well thought of across every aspect wow. of our conference, and I may give Lee Zeldin a call and see if he's interested in the gig. Congressman, you've you succeeded in pushing the House to move forward with, with the appropriations process that you wanted. You've succeeded thank, in Thank you for that acknowledgement, because I just heard on the floor a bunch of these McCarthy allies say, well, gosh, it's Kevin McCarthy who led us to this moment with uh, single-subject appropriations bills, and in fact, the only work we've gotten done has been with a political gun of the Speaker's So you've head. gotten that accomplished. The former Speaker, I should say. You've gotten say. the Speaker, I said, what's next? Well, the next we've got to elect a new Speaker. Sorry, guys. I'm I think a lot of members are... Somebody said, are you bashing him, Jeremy? What'd they say? Extravagant. Are you bashing Jeremy? If so, stop. Oh, if so, keep going. We love that. We love that. If somebody is bashing me, we love you looking pathetic in a room full of thousands of people who don't think that way. Oh, Extravagant says I was being disgusting today because he's a child of God, too. Oh, because of my explanation of, of, of McCarthy. 
Well, I apologize. I hope you can forgive me. I hope you can forgive me. But Matt Gates on fire, ladies and gentlemen. And that uh, Matt Gates is so on fire that could it be possible, Eli? It's not her brother, but could it be possible that Ilhan Omar actually has a crush on him? Because this picture right here says so. This picture right here, ladies and gentlemen, and by the way, by the way, this isn't the first picture where we've seen Ilhan Omar giving uh, Matt Gates the brother eyes. No, no, no. The brother eyes from this jihad terrorist have been given to Matt Gates many, many times. But right there, ladies and gentlemen, ooh, she is, I, she's even licking her lips, Eli. Yeah, she's even licking her lips. What a stalker. That's cringe. That's what my kids would say. That's so cringe. That is cringe. Poor Matt Gates. Oh, Matt Gates is being stalked by somebody in the wild. As you can see, she looks like she's got some kind of zebra pattern. But you don't want to piss her off. She'll come at you like a, like a, like a Savannah monitor. Like a Komodo dragon. Oh, Matt Gates might be in trouble. I don't think he can outrun her, folks. <laughs> Diaperhead. The Jihad Squad. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for our first segment. We're going to get right into, is Donald Trump actually considering becoming the Speaker of the House? Well, I'm going to tell you the likelihood of that and the seriousness of that right after I tell you about how I've been sleeping lately. And let me just tell you, like a baby. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. Almost like when you watch Mike Crispy's show. Oh, just kidding, Mike. He's coming up right after us. There it is right there. No, actually, there it is right there. He's coming up right after us uh, here on LFA TV, Unafraid, Mike Crispy. But, ladies and gentlemen, seriously, though, sleep problems, sleep deprivation, it's a huge problem for a lot of people. The older I've gotten, the less sleep I'm getting, or I was getting anyway. Um, look, I help, I have field of greens to help me wake up. I have CBD to, instead of using like uh, icy hot or to help me calm down after work. And now magnesium, daily amounts of magnesium, all seven forms in one bottle that has helped big time. So ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, I've partnered with them. There I am holding the bottle. I actually take this product, top seven forms of magnesium for stress and better sleep all in one bottle. Like I said, and you can go to Mag Breakthrough, not MAGA Breakthrough, but Mag Breakthrough, M-A-G Breakthrough.com slash LFA TV. The link is in the description. Go there now. You can order yours, ladies and gentlemen, and get a discount for doing so under that link. Also, it is that time of year. It is October. Tim Gustafson, who's part of the LFA family, is back to help you out, is back to help you pick a Medicare plan that's actually going to give you what you think you're going to get from it and not take all of your money to do so and not screw you over on co-pays and everything else that you get screwed over on your Medicare because somebody helped you pick a plan that actually wasn't fit for you. Well, Tim can actually customize a plan for you. That's what he does. He's an LFA family member. That right there makes him trustworthy and he helped so many people out last year. Also link in the top of the description under the uh, sponsors. It is insurityfinancialservices.com. You can go there and set up a meeting with Tim today. You have until December to do so. Now, 5,000 people watching. Trump, Speaker of the House. What's the likelihood of it? Well, first of all, let me kick you the likelihood of it now compared to nine months ago and why. Nine months ago, as you remember, Matt Gates sat on the floor 
of the House and was the only one to nominate President Donald J. Trump for Speaker of the House. But at that time, Donald Trump had not been uh, started to get arraigned and arrested. There was no mug shots. He wasn't being persecuted like he's being persecuted now. Uh, Kevin McCarthy was truly, truly um, promising. He was going to do everything that he could do. He was going to get all these committees together. He had all these promises set up. He even signed a contract, which is why he's not here today. Everybody had hopes that we were going to be able to rein these Republicans in and they were going to bring be brought into the MAGA way of thinking. Well, that didn't happen. So back then, Donald Trump didn't want to be Speaker of the House. But what has McCarthy done for Donald Trump or for we the people and the Trump voters out there who are rightfully uh, advocating and supporting the real and rightful president of the United States? What has he done for him? What has he done? No impeachment has moved forward. No subpoenas of Biden and the crime family. Money is still given to uh, Ukraine, and that hasn't stopped. No money for the border. Donald Trump is still being persecuted by the DOJ and the FBI. House of Congress um, and the Speaker of the House, they have the power of the purse. They could stop all of that. They could say, you know what? No more funding for your investigations. No more funding for your committees. No more funding for the DOJ. No more anything. Also, what has, been hap- what has happened with the J6ers? They're still kidnapped. They're still stuck in prison. So nothing has been done for Trump. Also, in that time frame, Donald Trump has been arrested and arraigned many times, mugshots and being persecuted, drugged through the mud every day, brought through court. So now he's mad. Now he's ticked. Now here we go. Let me kick you a scenario. Donald Trump, Speaker of the House. First of all, he's open to it. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. He said he's open to it. He didn't say that last time. Last time he said, that's very interesting. He never said he was open to it. Now, Donald Trump says, I'm open to being Speaker of the House. What's the difference? Well, Donald Trump said he's open. What's the next difference? He's got massive support, not just one. He just had Matt Gates nine months ago. Now he's got multiple people calling for him to be Speaker. So that's a difference. What else is different? Well, do you guys know how powerful the Speaker of the House is? I don't think you do. I can tell you this. The Senate Majority Leader isn't as powerful as Speaker of the House. The Speaker of the House is third in line to the presidency. They're in charge of all of the police in Washington, D.C. They basically run Washington, D.C. They're the ones that are in charge of really getting mayors appointed and elected. I mean, the Speaker of the House in D.C., And for our country, is one of the most powerful people in this country. I don't think people really know that. Look at what Nancy did when she was Speaker. Now, check this out. As Speaker of the House with a majority, how fast do you think Donald Trump would defund the investigations from the DOJ and FBI into him? All of this wasn't happening last time. He wasn't being persecuted nearly this bad. But he was still worse than everybody else. So now he can control the power of the purse money going to these specific, he can just choke them off. He can just choke off the DOJ. He can choke off the FBI. He can choke off Merrick Garden, Noam Garland. He can choke off Christopher Ray and say, no more money for your crap. Nope. Boom. Done. That's one thing he can do. What's the next thing he can do? Well, he's got a lot of power when it comes to the January 6th prisoners. He could get them released like that, or at least a lot of them. Not pardon them yet, but at least get them released while they're waiting trial. He could also Release every hour that there is on the January 6th footage, and he would. He could do that 
within seconds. That means that Kevin McCarthy could have done it the whole time. What else can he do? Oversee the impeachment of both Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. Oversee the impeachment of both Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. And you would say this, okay? You would say this. Jeremy, A, there's no way he'd get the votes. I beg to differ. Jeremy, there's no way he'd want to do it. I beg to differ. Jeremy, there's no way the Senate would actually go along with a trial and convicting Joe Biden. You might be right because they have a majority over there. But a lot of things can happen, and I don't care about what ifs. You know what I care about right now? I care about let's do. I could give a crap about what ifs at this point. All I care about is let's get there and then we'll do what my grandma and grandpa used to say. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. And by the way, you've seen the way Donald Trump rung in or brought in and basically corralled and controlled the Republicans in 2016 and there were less Republicans that liked him then than there are now. He'd be able to ring them in and roll them in and, and, and bring them really under his... Um, I wouldn't say control, but really ring in their crap if he was Speaker of the House while he's running for president. So he could run for president. He could oversee the impeachment of both Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and be third in line to the presidency if for some stroke of luck we got it through the Senate. He could cut off all funding of the DOJ and the FBI to all of his investigations. He could fund the border wall. He could stop sending money to Ukraine. He could release the tapes and he could release the prisoners. And you tell me why he wouldn't do it. And here's the other thing that I think we're forgetting, and Bad Moon hit the nail on the head with this one. Also, last time, Trump said he wasn't even considering it. This time, he said he's considering it. So that sets the stage for you. Eli, did I do that properly? Do you think that, uh, do you think that, all, that all sounds A, proper, and B, something that you would like to, to see happen? Let's do it, baby. That's what I want to see happen, and I want to see it happen right now. And I think most people in America want to see this happen. Now, you might say, well, that's a long shot. I don't, it's not. It's not. It could happen today. It could happen today. All Donald Trump would have to do is make his presence known, literally go to Washington, D.C., call a conference of all the people in the Republican side of the House and say, this is happening whether you like it or not. Because trust me, He's got that kind of power. Could happen today. We could win, 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 win. Now, even that blowhard, Sean Hannity, he's even saying that it's a possibility. I believe we have that video. <laughs> yes, we do. Not that we want it really, not that we care about a video of, of Sean Hannity, but if he's saying it from Fox News, well... It's either a lie or the truth. 50% chance, right? Anyway, just roll this. Now, sources telling me at this hour, some House Republicans have been in contact with and have started an effort to draft former President Donald Trump to be the next speaker. And I have been told uh, that uh, President Trump might be open to helping the Republican Party, at least in the short term, if necessary, uh, if it's needed. Anyway, but... Short term, if necessary, if needed. What does that mean? That means like interim. Now get this. Congressman Troy Nels shakes up the speaker race and nominated Donald J. Trump for the House. Congressman Troy Nels of Texas has thrown a curveball into the already tumultuous race for speaker of the House. Taking to Twitter, Nels announced that he will nominate 
Donald Trump for Speaker of the House. This bombshell comes on the heels of the 216 to 210 historic vote to remove Kevin McCarthy. Do you know this hasn't happened in 118 years, Eli? In 118 years. So now you've got Matt Gates calling for him to be Speaker. You've got uh, Republicans in contact with him from the Republican side talking to him about it. And even though Marjorie Taylor Greene voted to keep Kevin McCarthy because she's a rhino pile of crap, she is now calling for Donald Trump to be the speaker and says that nobody, she said this, the only candidate for speaker that I am currently supporting is President Donald J. Trump. He will end the war in Ukraine. He will secure the border. He will end the politically weaponized government. He will make America energy independent again. And then she says this, get this, he will pass my bill. Of course, of course you're going to say that. He will pass my bill to stop transgender surgeries on kids and keep men out of women's sports. He will support our military and police and so much more. He has a proven record over four years. Finally, something that I agree with Marjorie Taylor Loser on. Marjorie Taylor Fire Alarm, is, as Pete Santilli calls her. Ladies and gentlemen, we have reached 5,000 people watching live. Please do me the ever so humble favor. Share, share, share. Let's keep the numbers going. Make sure you rumble. We're going to pull on the live chat right now. Let's see what the LFA family has to say about all of this craziness and all of this. What a big change from last week, huh? What a big change. Trump as speaker would be security nightmare. But with God, anything is possible. This scenario is why Jim Jordan wants to be speaker. You're probably right. Anyway, the wind blows MTG. It would be a dream come true in this world. President Trump will be on TV every day letting us know what's going on. I love the hope you're feeling, Jeremy. Sharing. Thank you. Or you're sharing. Thank you. Trump as speaker. Yes. Amazing. Fire Marshal Green. <laughs> yes. What an amazing historic day here on LFA TV. I agree. And get this. You want to know how much of a genius Donald J. Trump is? Donald Trump does not have to be at this Letitia James uh, civil court, civil case hearing. Do you know that? Donald Trump doesn't have to be there for any reason whatsoever. Why is he going there? Because the man is a genius. He's a PR genius. He understands that he's on the campaign trail in court. And he's, and he's got that same mad look as he had on the mugshot. Why? He's branding it. He's branding his court dates, and he's treating them as campaign stops. Because that mugshot should have ended anybody's career, but it didn't. It only boosted him. The guy is a PR and, 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 and political genius. He is capitalizing on everything he can right now. He's capitalizing on everything he can. And don't think that Matt Gates doing this during the time that Donald Trump is uh, on his second day in court, and then this follows that to take all of the attention, these people know exactly what they're doing, and Donald Trump isn't doing this for nothing. So ladies and gentlemen, first of all, I'd like to say this. Congratulations. Congratulations that what you're working for is actually paying off. And to all those people that say, nothing ever happens, I can tell you this, Kevin McCarthy isn't the Speaker of the House today, so I guess something happened. Some people did some things. I guess. Anyway, before we get into the last segment of our show, I'd like to go and I'd like to talk about two ways to protect yourself. And one of those ways is Gold Co., folks, is Gold Co. Look, with inflation the way it is, with the debt the way it is, with the people investing in bricks so they can tank the dollar, you don't, folks, you just saw the impossible happen in one day. Don't think that this stuff isn't happening, okay? 
The, worth, the, the amount of money that your dollar is worth today is absolute crap, and it's only going to get worse for a temporary time. How long? We don't know. But until that day, whether it be coins, whether it be bars, whether it be IRAs, whether it be transferring your 401k, goldcode.com, goldcode.com is the company that you're going to want to look for because they have the highest buyback guarantee. Meaning that when you go to liquidate your gold or silver or palladium or platinum again, they will give you the most amount of money for it. Goldcode.com slash live or 855-450-1394 today. Now, getting into the last segment of the show today, um, Hunter Biden. More has come out about these escort payments that we've been talking about. And you know what? As Donald Trump is doing what he's doing, I'm all about the committees continuing their investigations into the Biden crime family. The document was released by the House Ways and Means Committee, and it shed a new light on Hunter Biden's reported interactions with escorts including him claiming a tax deduction for payments to prostitutes, Eli, as business expenses. This man is walking outside of his house with four cameras on him at all times because he wants to videotape himself smoking crack and having sex with prostitutes. And he's going out and he's having sex with prostitutes and escorts and he's claiming them on his taxes as deductions for business expenses. I can barely do that with food. I can barely do that with a hamburger. The documents also disclose documentation of investigators considering more charges against him for violating the Mann Act, M-A-N-N, okay? Contained in the highly redacted documents in White House Ways and Means Committee uh, document that was released, an interview with the escort identified as Gulnora, sounds like somebody off of Guardians of the Galaxy, And with Hunter Biden's tax accountant who helped him prepare his taxes for 2017 and 2018. The tax returns were delinquent, ladies and gentlemen. When um, Gelfon was brought up to help complete them, Hunter Biden verified to him that two payments were to Ganora and they were business expenses, one for $1,500 and one for $2,700. Well, those are crimes, ladies and gentlemen. Those are crimes, and you should pay for those crimes, so hopefully he'll be charged more. But again, if he is, it's just more of a um, validation and verification that they are purposely trying to get rid of the Biden crime family because they're a liability. I want to thank the 5,000 people. We just went below 5,000 for the first time in the show. We have 1,340 rumbles. Let's get those rumbles up, folks. Uh, Let's see. I have two more things to show you. Number one, the Army. You know the Army has been... um, facing recruitment problems, and I wonder why. I wonder when you try to turn everybody into a different gender, when you try to force racism and gender ideology on the military and become woke, why would anybody want to join? We're experiencing masculine generation coming up, by the way. Okay, We're experiencing those hard men that hard times are creating. We're experiencing that right now. So we're already on the uptick. Why would anybody want to go to the Army? So you know what the Army's doing? They're focusing all their recruiting on already indoctrinated college kids from left-wing universities. They're going to go get those purple-haired man bun. Eli's got a man bun sometimes. uh, Tight, skinny jeans, black frame glasses that they don't need on their face. They're going to go get all them, and those are going to be our soldiers, folks, that they're not even arming because the Pentagon's running out of money. 
So that's who the Army is focusing their recruiting on now, the universities, not the high schools anymore. They're going to focus all their money and focus on getting the already indoctrinated university kids that are already weak as it is, okay? And speaking of that, going to another school, not a university but a school, a state court has killed a school's plans to secretly change students' pronouns. A court in Wisconsin has ruled against a school in a huge case in which parents sued the, um, the Kettle Moraine District for setting up secret processes to give their children gender-appropriate names and pronouns and conceal their actions for parents. But a court in Wisconsin said, no, that's not going to happen. That is not allowed. A parent is definitely sovereign over their child, and you are not going to keep secrets from parents. Too bad, so sad. Again, ladies and gentlemen, look at all the winning. Look at all the winning. We've been lighting them up. We've been winning, and I don't think a lot of people have been understanding that we have been winning. So when we win around here, we like to acknowledge the wins by doing this. We got to celebrate. We got to put a smile on our face once in a while, folks. We can't always be doom and gloom and nothing is going to happen because, hey, some people did some things. Now, I want to end the show with some smiles. And the first one, Eli, you're going to love this. Fox News got trolled on air. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. What's his name? I think it's Trace Morgan or something like that. Anyway, he had a caller call in. Now they're doing callers. They're trying to be more like podcasters now. They want to be like, you know, um, with the finger on the pulse of America like we do, but they won't ever because they're all a bunch of idiots and uh, elite paid off uh, corrupted rhinos. But anyway, a caller called into Fox News and they trolled them saying that they love watching Tucker Carlson on Twitter. <laughs> Check this out. This is great. This is gold, baby. And we've got Tyrone on the phone with us now. Tyrone, when you say poker game, what exactly happened? What transpired? Well, first we were watching, we all get together every Tuesday night, and we watch Tucker Carlson's show on X. We used to watch him on Fox News. Obviously, he's not there no more. Mm-hmm. And still being the most credible guy in the media in America, we always get together to watch Tucker Carlson and think he's doing probably better now that he's not with Fox News because the corporate media always controls what yeah. the teleprompter readers are able to say. And now that he doesn't Thank have you, that hand Thank you, Tyron. Can we, maybe we can work to get Don back on the phone, Tracy. We can get that. Clearly, that was not a student. No, that was Mark Dice, ladies and gentlemen. That was Mark Dice calling in. He actually got through and he actually got on the air. And they didn't like that. They had to turn that off real quick, Eli. You can't be talking bad about Fox News on Fox News, right? What was his name? Trace Shepard, Shepard Chase Morgan. I don't know his name. Either way, that was gold. Now I want to send you with some more laughs, okay? We've had a good day today. We've had nothing but good news, winning. We had over 5,000 people watching. Donald Trump may be the Speaker of the House. Kevin McCarthy isn't. That's what we know for sure. And now my good friend Jason Scoop walking around New York acting like Joe Biden, going and becoming part of the Scientology (laughs) Church. Jason Scoop, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Joe President. Today we're, we're, we're excuse me, meeting with the Church of Scott, Sky and Solid. Sky and, you know the thing. Come on, man. <laughs> this guy knows. Come on, man. That's okay. He's got, got hairy legs. He's got a hairy face. And that's what it is. Come on, man. She's telling me I gotta go. That's okay. That's what the people would, you know, come on, man. 
Church of Scientology didn't want Joe president by, 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 by the United States. And that's okay. This lady knows. Come on, man. I got hairy legs. <laughs> Turn blonde in the summer. Particularly African American. LBQGT. And that's okay. Look, it's a bus. Come here, bus. <laughs> Come here, bus. Look, it's a bus. Ah! I'm here. Joe Press. <laughs> He says, look, it's a bus. Come here, bus. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jason Scoop. Follow him on uh, social media. He also does, he does Trump too. Not as good as Sean, but he does do Trump, and it's, it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, and that's okay. Uh, come here, bus. <laughs> Died, Eli. <laughs> All right, bus. <laughs> anyway, folks. We are getting the store set back up, so we want to apologize for not getting your items out that you've ordered. We will get items out by the end of this week in as much, uh, as much as we can, but we are having a major overstock sale right now, huge LFA blowout sale, and every time you order, it doesn't matter if it's on the blowout sale, if you've used the promo code, or if it's on the featured items. From here until the first of the year, every time you order something, you're going to get a free surprise gift from something in our store. And this is us trying to get rid of our stock as soon as we can so we can gear up for the Christmas season. And now I have a major announcement to end the show before Mike Crispy comes on. And that's this. Starting December 1st, and we'll talk a lot more about this later on, I will be uh, moving to the 11 and 12 o'clock hour. So I'll still be on at 11, but I'll also be on the 12 o'clock hour. I'll I'll have a two-hour show here on LFA TV every day, and I will not be at 5 o'clock anymore. Now, I know that there are people that watch at 5 and can't watch at 11 live, and I know that there's vice versa. And I, I, that took a lot, of, a lot of thought went into that, and mostly the thought was around you guys. And Sean is also moving. Sean is moving from 10 until 5, starting December 1st. So Mike Crispy will move to the 10 o'clock hour where Sean is now. Sean will move to the 5 p.m. hour, which was my night hour, and I will take 11 and 12, which is Mike's hour, which is starting right now here on LFA TV. That'll be happening December 1st. We'll talk a lot more about it and why we did that when we have more time. Maybe I'll talk about it on tonight's show at 5 p.m. But there's actually a lot of benefits to it. The only downfall is the people that made us a part of their day at that time. We truly, truly apologize to those people. But trust me. It's the best move for the company, and I'll explain a little bit more later. But I wanted to kind of give you the seeds now. Plant the seeds now. So thank you for watching today. Mike Crispy Unafraid is starting right now. Go check his show out. He's got the great Roger Stone coming on to talk about the possibility of Donald Trump becoming Speaker of the House. There are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. And whatever you do, ladies and gentlemen, keep spreading that gospel. We love you. God bless. Stop screaming that we first in America